welcome back to the Bratwurst Podcast. I believe we're on episode 14 or 15. Um, okay. We're on episode 15. This one is going to be with our good friend Gage. How you doing, Hello. buddy? I'm pretty uh, good. And then over here we got Jonathan. Hey, what's up? I'm not hosting for once. Josh. Hey. And Carlos. Hey. And today we're going to be... Uh, before we continue, I'd like to point out, me and Josh are the first two to move over to the new setup. So if you if we sound a little different, that is why. And now, Dylan, take us away. They don't care. Eh, they might care a little bit. Um. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about a, a number of different things. Gage, do you wanna do you wanna start off with something? Is there something you wanted to start off with, or you just like? I guess want I want to start off by saying that good and evil is an illusion. Yeah. I'll think about that for a second. So if you can't tell, we're going into a deep thoughts. With everybody, Dylan right here. everybody, just take a step back and think about it. Good and evil are an illusion. We really yeah, good and evil it. are an illusion. Good and evil are basically, like, if you think about it, what we perceive as good and evil is how we're raised. Yeah. 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 It's all from all the right. Point of view. So Some now, for example, if, if if the Nazis had won World War Two, oh we would God. all think that Nazis it, were the good people, wouldn't we? And there, yeah, that you could you could make that argument as well. Except for I maybe mean, Josh, who literally. I don't know but, about that one, but, Chief. Skin color, I mean. But, that's, that's a very extreme that, that's going example. On, uh, that's what I'm I saying, would, though. If we were raised in that mindset, we would think it was normal. But for the opposing forces, for the allies, they weren't raised in that mindset. The yeah, Axis were arguably a victim a of circumstance. Here's a counter to this. I was raised with a completely different mindset than I have now. Yeah, so was I. That's why people can but change. Got out of also, like, Nazi Germany was and that's a great. If you were still in the echo chamber, you'd still think that. Yeah, also well, Germany was very much, like, chamber. brainwashed in their propaganda and shit with, like, the idea of what they thought was, like, and even the, good the people. right thing to do. The good people and the Nazi And even regime, when... And, they yeah, and, didn't help oh, because they, they just looked the other way. And that's what yeah. led to Hitler's rise in power. We're starting this one off on a hot take, huh? Oh, yeah, no, this is a, <laughs> this is a hot take to begin this with. Especially it just came into my mind. I guess what I'm saying is, Nazis. is in everybody's mind, their cause is righteous. All right? So wait, so, so Gage, if good and evil is an illusion, are you saying that the Nazis aren't evil? Okay, yeah, uh, that's, I, a, I that's am a bit saying, of a hot actually, take. Actually, I am saying that the Nazis are inherently evil. Their ideas, no, 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 let me finish. Their ideas, no however, and the effects of their ideas had negative impacts on humanity as a whole. What is negativity and positivity if good and evil are, bad, are not true? Negativity and positivity are basically, how should I word this? It's more or less like if it, if it does not in any way progress humanity and is in turn a detriment to humanity as a whole, and the progression of humanity and society, then it's a negative impact. That's negative so, towards us, though. But like, so, think about if like we stepped on an anthill and we but killed at, an But ant. as a whole, listen, as a whole, as a whole, if we went if we went through and we killed a million people, it would have a ne arguably have a negative impact on humanity. I mean, yeah, you could say that the world is overpopulated and 
people, you could argue that you would need to cull the herd, but there's other solutions to that problem, like expanding. Gage, my, what I'm saying is that that view is a very, like, uh, human view of things. If, if, if we were to kill an ant, we, we just don't think about it. We're like, oh, it's an ant. I don't want it in my house. We kill it. The ant's just trying to do its thing, and some, like, almighty force comes down and fucking... Spikes off the face of the planet. <laughs> like, we're, we're, yeah. we could be an ant to something out there, and we wouldn't know, you know? Like, it's... Its goals are beyond our understanding. But, you know... It's not inherently evil, it's just, it just is. And that's just the way that, yeah, and that makes sense. But, how should I word this? Fuck. <laughs> if you have a million people that think it's alright to eliminate a certain amount of the population, that is their idea. All right, they, that is their solution. That is the fastest solution that they could come up with. Have you heard of Vlad so, the Impaler? So, for example, who? Vlad the Impaler. I've not. That's a little off topic. Boy, is it know. actually I just thought me? of me because, because of, imagine, like, thinking that it's okay to just kill a large number of people. Because this guy, literally anybody, um... He, he he rose to power, I think. It was like the Ottomans and the Turks were warring. He got captured by, I think, the Ottomans and then released later. Oh, actually, his captors were even nice to him, right? And they they taught him how to fight. They gave him, like, um, fucking, you know, schooling and shit while he was young. But he, but he uh, used the martial arts training that he was given. I don't know if it was martial arts or some kind of fighting, right? He used that to kill one of his captors, and he was then auctioned back to his his father, which was a ruler at the time, and he never let go of his, like, hatred for the Ottomans. And basically, the dude went fucking ballistic, and he would impale people through their ass, sometimes not even all the way, so that the gravity would do the rest of the work. And, and, and it was, it, he, at one point, um, impaled 22,000 Ottomans at one time. And so, like, there was just, like, a forest of... Could you imagine that? Like, a forest of fucking dead people impaled on spikes somewhere? It's fucking crazy. I was gonna bring up also I also... Khan. I might be wrong on what, which side he was on. He, it could be the Ottomans or the Turks. I don't the reason remember. why I say good and evil is an illusion is because we need to have more empathy towards another person's ideals. We need to be able to understand them. That's yeah. a great point. It's kind of like you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to understand the solution to the problem if you don't understand the problem itself. Right. My right? idea with things like that is you got to come at everything open-minded and you have to understand that no matter how solid you are with your ideas right now, you're there's a 99.9% .9 chance that you're not perfect and you're wrong on something and you will eventually change your mind. So that's why you should there's always be open to new ideas. Chance. Yeah, I know. It's just there's going to be some dick out there. Um, I'm perfect. Yeah. But, but then like, what becomes you're the solution? Wrong on, you're, you're wrong on something. So you need to be open enough 
to know that you need to listen to other people's ideas and what they're saying and take it in and with that, real consideration that uh, one day you might look back and be like, oh, they were completely fucking right. And, you and that's why I say good idea. and evil is an illusion because in everybody's mind, they're right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Does that make and, sense? Um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. If If one person does something to somebody else, um that causes them like a negative effect you know right or mm -hmm. a negative effect to be placed upon them and people need but to they're, understand they're not hurting other people with that they're hurting themselves because we were all like the humans are like very social creatures like we're we're supposed to work together and so doing hurting another person like a human is against what nature intended and so therefore they're they're going against nature which is to hurt oneself exactly now the reason why we need to overcome this problem we have in total right now the counted number is 3750 nuclear weapons with an estimated blast radius for each one of these in a 3.7 mile radius now if you multiply that we can wipe out 13,875 square miles of history, culture, and ideology and civilization. How, how big is that? How, how like... That's roughly... I mean, that's probably roughly... Wise. I guess I would say probably my entire half the state. That's a lot. And that's only, that's only the known nuclear weapons that people have declared. All right? Originally... Is that a singular weapon we, or is that I all mean, of them combined? That is all of them combined. That's a lot of landmass. That's a lot. And beforehand, during the Cold War, there were 70,000. Now think Jesus about that. That's, that's enough to wipe out an entire small country. And on top of all that, that's not even adding in the effects of nuclear fallout and, every, and all the other negative effects that nuclear warfare causes. Yeah, that's yeah, insane part is, that's ridiculous don't technically need to nuke the entire country just a few couple key points and they're probably no, never going to their whole on. infrastructure goes exactly down. dude not so fucked <laughs> okay now my solution to this is people need to learn how to separate three different i guess topics of thinking the social way of thinking the political way of thinking and religion we need to separate those within our mind completely. Take a step back, not correlate any of those together. So if someone thinks a certain way politically, it does not affect how we view them socially or religiously, and in turn with everything else. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't exactly uh, get what you're getting at. I don't pick up what you're putting down there, but let, let me give an example. So recently, so in our current state, with in our current current political cli climate, fuck English, in our current political climate with everything going on, people view another person based off of their political opinion. If I had an opinion on Trump, then arguably a lot of Democrats would hate me. They would call me fascist and they would they would diss me. They would put me down. 
since I'm Christian, if or I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm Christian, but if I were Christian, the Muslim culture ne- wouldn't necessarily like me either. And that depends. I mean, that's if you're talking about Muslims that are, I guess, n- not super, super empathetic of another person's religion. Now, I'm not saying that everybody in this term in these terms is this is like this there's a lot of christians that will enjoy and have a civil conversation with a muslim and it's not a problem but there's also a lot of christians and muslims that completely hate each other and that's what we see in the middle east and there's a lot of muslims that hate each other regardless now i'm not don't get me wrong i'm not sitting here and dumpstering on both religions and saying anything wrong about them i'm just saying what's happening this is literally what's happening I don't think it's wrong for me to say what's going on. Well. If we were to take a step back and look at ourselves and realize that our opinions don't should not reflect how we treat another person, things would start to change. In a very, very vast manner. Um, I'm also the thing aware of, well, I grew up religious, uh, my parents were religious. I am not anymore, and it's a tough thing to discuss. It's a very tough thing to discuss, because it's two almost completely different mindsets. When you're religious, not, again, not saying everybody, so I'm not meaning to generalize, my experience with people uh, that were in my church. Um, it's very much one mindset, and uh, some things that make complete sense to me now don't make sense to some of the people I used to know because of the religious, let's call it, barrier there. Um, when, when your main belief system revolves around something that you can't even see, like, or, or prove specifically like that like god exists and whatnot your your points of views your views in general just change drastically uh i do have an example um actually of this that i think will help sum it up nicely um again not generalizing any all of it i'm just saying from the specific uh church i came from gay marriage was very heavily frowned upon let's say and now I'm looking back and it's like, why the fuck does it matter? It's not affecting them. The but pope, from their mm-hmm. point of view, it's, the pope I don't know, I guess okay. affecting them. And they are very, very heavily against it. So that's kind of like where I'm saying there's a barrier there and how you think. Because from my point of view, it doesn't matter either. For example, it doesn't matter either way to me whether uh let me word that better, actually, because I think gay marriage should be legal, um, just to clarify. Um, it doesn't matter to me who likes who. Uh, I think everyone should just live the life that they want to as long as you're not hurting others. Um, but there is a mindset where they have to follow a certain set of rules that... recently said that he thinks that uh, everyone deserves to have a family. So he's going to gay marriage. A while back, I saw a, um, 
an Instagram post and it was a Bible passage where it said something along the lines of, don't quote me because I might be wrong, but it basically said that we should go out and stone anyone that's homosexual. So now here's the thing. With on, that. I would let, like me finish. To let me finish. Let me finish. The Bible mm-hmm. also says to love your neighbor and love your enemy. Mm-hmm. All right. That's where I have an impasse with this certain with this thing. And that's why so, I'm going to listen to the really, thing that's more positive really tough to humanity thing. and not go out and kill people because of their sexuality. I mean, it's just not right. Um, one quick moment. I'm going to barge in, then Josh is going to barge in, okay? There's a really, really hard thing when discussing biblical passages and shit because there's so many different fucking types of the Bible. Yep. And there's so many different translations and different religions that believe in different translations and how, like, for example, where I grew up, it was King James Version only. Any other version was inferior and was obsolete. And also, the word, like, homosexual wasn't really in the Bible until the 1930s because, like, a conservative company, like, translated it wrong. Yep. And the word that they translate from homosexual, like really translate to pedophile so and to clarify though like even our version that was translated 1600s i believe was very uh anti-homosexual it didn't use the term because it hadn't been invented yet yeah but it was saying a man cannot lie with another man and shit like that yeah it's still like but it also says that you shouldn't fucking uh you shouldn't hate anybody but you should just hate the sin which is kind of contradictory in a way but uh it kind of also goes against other passages it also says like religion also is like specifically the bible if like people put homosexuality or like that shit like as above as like a sin it also says that uh if you work on Sunday, you're sin. If you cut your hair a certain length, you're um, sin. You're actually not also not supposed to mix fabrics. Uh, what else? You're not supposed to touch pig because it's a dirty animal. That's so like anybody. What's the yeah. So so this is also where this is very difficult because again you have different translations. Then you also have Old Testament and New Testament. So things get very very fucking confusing. Um, depending on your religion is which one you're following and it means there's a lot of variants we should title we should a title lot of things podcast, how to alienate your audience <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, no, and at this no. point this comes this again, goes back to what i was saying about why we need to separate our ways of thinking because again, i'm not against anyone being religious i think everyone should live the way you want no, to it's just that anything. other people live the way they want to so if so, if another man wants to marry a man, let him. If you want to believe there's a God up above that created everything, go for it. As long as you're not doing like human sacrifice or some shit, I don't have an issue with it. I mean, yeah, there's a few basic morals that I think every human should be able to. Human sacrifice was voluntary. Well, or should always. have to. Not always. To. Not always, but there was voluntary. Uh, I still don't think there should be voluntary human sacrifice. I agree. Because then you get in the ideology and you can have uh, people that are um, grown up their entire life to be sacrificed and they think their whole purpose is to be sacrificed and that's just fucked. 
It would be it would be for older people who were like, oh, listen, I I want to die a warrior's death, but I'm too old to go into battle. I'm too old to die an honorable death, so this is my only way to to. Is there such thing as an honorable death? Make the gods proud, basically. I don't know, but let's uh, let's move on to the next oh. topic. And then I guess they all or, unless if someone has something, that they, that unless they, if someone we, has something they want to. How do we? But from here, now that we know that we need to start separating the way that the, we think about these certain things and not correlating the way we interact with another human based off of their opinions and what they believe, how do we get people to start? I guess conforming I, to that. I get, and well, that's another that. very hard thing is you can't that's really impossible. force someone into that mm -hmm. way of thought. Uh, for example, it's with me. Yeah. I used to not be nearly as open-minded as I am now. Um, and it's very much, you just got to kind of go out there and live and just meet people, uh, meet people of all different types of religions, of all different types of thoughts and be open to it. You have to, and eventually with that, as long as you're open-minded, I think you'll become more empathetic of those other ideologies or those other religions. Um, and you'll begin to not look at people for necessarily what they believe, but more as the person that they are and the person they present themselves to you as. Um, because that's really what matters. I don't hang out with Dylan, Josh, or any of you guys because Never. of your political Never. beliefs or Never. religious Never. beliefs or anything like that. <laughs> In fact, I don't even think we discussed that for the longest time. What was um, it? Yeah, we did. Political beliefs, religion, anything like that. Like We were pretty good friends before I think we ever really discussed that. Uh, but it was just yeah. we enjoyed hanging out with each other and we liked each other as people not what the are necessarily our ideologies are. Now, it is still fun sometimes to discuss and debate ideologies, but I don't think it should ever necessarily be done in a hateful way. No, with the exception exactly. of very few things. If you're it's not productive. Or stuff like that. Exactly. If you're, it's just a screening match. Nothing's being yeah. done. But if both are debating it with an open mind and the willingness to change or the willingness to at least see the other person's point of view – you can definitely convey ideas much better, and it's definitely a lot better overall. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if people can just literally take a step back and just say, okay, that's how he thinks, but why does he think this? I'm actually curious. I'm not angry. Exactly. I'm just curious. I agree. The thing, though, I can't see, like, I think that we should try to see it something from everyone, but well, we should try to see everybody's perspective as much as we can. But there's points where, like, I don't, I can't see it. Like, oh, yeah, there's definitely on, points like, where you're Nazis. not going to be able to see. Like, how the well, okay. fuck that, like, and, how do you get let's, even let's go to a less, like, sorry, oh, yeah, let's go sense. to a less extreme example. There's, there's, uh, things that will probably never happen to me because I just either grew up in a different area or I had a different white. skin color or a bunch of other lists of things that can happen. You're that, like, some fuck. things will probably never happen to me. I can't necessarily fuck. directly You're relate or um, find out ex or know exactly why they think that way. The best thing to do is, again, come into it with an open mind and try and, well, first, find out facts. Second, um, imagine yourself in that situation or, like, imagine, like, a friend in that situation and just try and be empathetic towards a it and try and learn their point nowadays. of view. Like, even However, there's... Like, I also believe, sorry Dylan, but I also believe 
that a lot of our problems also stem from one, a lack of empathy, but two, an overabundance of empathy. Does that yeah, make there sense? There could definitely be an overabundance of empathy. If you, um, no, if you are, I think it's better to have more, too much empathy than to have too little. No, no, no it's people picking and choosing. I disagree because have empathy for. If you have two, yeah, yeah, selectively choosing who you want to have empathy for is a, is another major right, problem. That's that's another issue. For example, like back to the Hitler topic. <laughs> if you are overabundantly we're, we're someone that is willing and has the capability <laughs> of eliminating millions of people and killing millions of people, that's not right. No. Oh, yeah. That's obviously. not. That's not going to get us um, anywhere. That's where I was saying before within reason, because there's definitely ideologies out there that we shouldn't. It's uh, it's also the issue with uh, if you know the debate with uh, the political compass and centralism, it's the issue with uh, that a lot of people bring up with centralists, I, even though I like I kind of am a centralist myself. There is an issue with it where you can't just make a middle ground for everything. Mm -hmm. You can't say one side saying we want slavery, one side saying we don't want slavery. There's no middle ground there that's good. It's one side's actually decent, one side's not. So, so what are the rules? Side, I guess that's what I'm saying. We should yeah, clarify the rules that humans should abide to, by. There, Yeah, you have to less think of there's not a middle ground to everything and not every ideology is going to be good. So, But you still should listen out and be open-minded doesn't mean you need to apply every ideology you come across. Also, I think it's best to look at each human as, well, human, and put yourself in their shoes. Um, again, you're not going to see everyone's perspective, and some people are just fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. But if you put yourself in, for example, let's say, um, in this instance, the slavery, not slavery, put yourself in the slave's shoes. You don't want fucking slavery. The thing you don't want to be a slave is try to see yourself and everyone else that you're around. Yeah, and no one's going to be perfect at that, and no one's going to be great at that, and you're never going to be able to equate every experience to the real experience. But as long but as it's we just try. learning, and you're trying your best, and I think most people will see if you're learning and trying your best that you're at least making an attempt. And it might not be a perfect attempt, but it's better than going through it, being very close-minded, being very ignorant, just assuming your ideas are the correct ones. So, hypothetically speaking, if you have a man that has the ability, I'm not speaking, I'm not making making example out of Trump or Biden or anybody, it doesn't matter. I'm this just saying. A hypothetical situation. Hypothetical situation. You have a man that is capable of destroying half the world with nuclear weapons. Would you kill him? Let's see. That is. A and he is willing to, and in, in 10 seconds, he's going to press the button. In that case, probably yes. Actually, definitely yes. Because um, I think as hard as it is, you can't save everyone's life. And some people are, like I said, fucking batshit crazy. You're going to have uh, people out there that are twisted or I don't know. I'm not in their minds and I can't relate anything as far as like you try. 
I, um, I believe that threatening the lives of multiple, especially innocent people, for no other reason than something stupid. As soon as, as soon as you have put another human's life in risk, at risk, and you intend to kill them, or yeah, I, and you intend to kill them. At that point, to me, you have revoked your right to live. That now here's the thing: is some people will abuse stuff like that. Unfortunately, uh -huh. yeah, that and that's that's another major problem. People need to understand not to abuse it, or exactly. those people that need that are plan to abuse it also need to be eliminated. Or we try and primarily the first solution is going to try to talk them down and reason talk with them. Down or just the best solution is try and keep those people out of power. Now that's, that's going to yeah, be exactly. difficult to do because you can't always read someone's intentions like a book. No. And a lot of um, people, it's really think, hard to, that's a skill set that a lot of people don't have. And I think it's funny because the game among us right now is huge, but you can't, that game basically proves you can't read most people and their intentions. And some, a lot of people can just lie flat to your face and you don't fucking know if they're telling the truth or not. Now, there are some people that are good at it and some people that aren't and vice versa with lying. Um, but, like, I think it's a good example on how your average person, it's really hard to tell a lot of times if someone has a hidden motive. Yeah. Now how, do we, how, do we, how do we solve that problem? In my opinion, we should start. There is a good way that I have in my mind to solve it. We have the people that are good at being able to read another person, teach other people how to read another person's guess, motives. Yeah. Um, that would be my solution. My solution to all of this is just to avoid other people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, so that's another solution. So we got the shut-in method but... <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's I, I believe very, that we need it's to... It's a very delicate subject, and it's not gonna be a one-stop solution civil discourse should be taught in school in my opinion as like as not an elective but what's the other word for electives as a core class and it needs to be taught at a young age as well as you get better at reading people people will get better at hiding it i think it should be like that's, that's another true so thing it's kind of like you just got to kind of do the best you can and hope you actually find good people. And I think most majority of the people in the world oh, yeah. are relatively good people. Uh, I think it's mainly a select and very vocal few that are the really shitty ones. And most people, in their, like you said, in their minds, think they're doing the right thing. Whether they actually are or not is a different story. But that also can be a matter of opinion. On some instances, not all. What do you mean by a matter of opinion? Like So some things like, for example, let's use uh, shit. What was it called? Uh, not to bring current politics into it, but I guess I'll bring a little bit of current politics into it. There was the Andrew Yang thing where you have... I can't remember exactly where it called, but he wanted like a monthly allowance given out to every American citizen that would... Uh, I'm not going to give my opinion, and I don't advise anyone else here give their opinion, but this is just an example. It would be like $1,000 a month that every American citizen got, and they can spend it however they want. This is to make sh this try to help people out of poverty. This is also to uh, 
try and keep the economy going strong. Um, but the op opposition says it would create more inflation or uh, I can't remember what the other things they were saying. But both, but both sides think they're trying to help. And the question is, you have to do your own research and decide which one you think is actually... Because this isn't like an obvious there's a good and a bad. No, it's not like one side's murdering a bunch of people, one side's not. They both think they have a solution to help, uh, well, in this case, the poor. Um, hey, what's up? We're all poor. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the U.S. national debt right now is... Broke like, gang. Fucking but, uh, 27 trillion or some shit right now. And again, not saying, because I do have an opinion on it, but this isn't the time for me to express it. Um it's one of those things where it's very difficult just to say one side is the right side because, well, first off, one side has an untested plan that could very well work and in small tests has worked. But as we know, scaling things up from small to large doesn't always work. Um, so it's very difficult in those situations. The best, Like I said, the best thing you can do, not to repeat myself again, um, is just do your own research and find out I guess, in your own opinion. And that's what I mean by opinions, is there's no obvious good or bad. And again, I don't think you should like hate someone for thinking the other way. I think you should hear them out. Um, I might, we might even have two different people in this podcast that think very differently. I don't know. I haven't discussed it with that. <laughs> if yep. that made sense. If you need me to clarify anything. Well, right no, ahead. that makes sense. But everybody... And that it's funny because I've seen like after looking at like the current political climate and everybody's opinions, everybody's kind of arguing about the same thing. Everybody is trying to solve the same problem, and a lot of people have the same solution. They just don't know it. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, a lot of people like with the. Uh, it, I just hate the two-party system because it, it's just like oh. I was raised by this kind of family. I have to stay with that family and like. There, it's like loyalty to fucking yep. corporations or something. It's ridiculous because like you, you're always like, oh, I want my side to win. I want my side to win. So you don't People ever. Are, it, be, it becomes like it, it you don't ever. No, no, wait. Let me finish. You don't ever look at the other side and see what their actual views are. You're just like they're evil. I don't need to learn about them. I ju I can just stick with my own side and that's it. You know. So it's like it's like um. And, and and when these two different kinds of people clash, they they just start shouting at each other. And but not neither side is listening to what the other has to say. They're just shouting, you know. Yep. But how do we solve the problem, though? We don't. There's no, we really do. no way. There, there is a way to solve the problem. You start oh, having these sorts shit, of conversations with other people. Oh yeah. And you publicize the fact but that. the problem is some people aren't willing really to listen. But eventually, with enough influence, those people either end up dying off or the new generation will come up listening to these sorts of podcasts and these sorts of discussions and realize, oh, this is a productive way of thinking by looking at other people's opinions. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. If we, if we lead by example and show people that this works, they're going to they're gonna follow along with it. They're going to they're gonna listen. Another thing I would like to throw in with the two-party system, it doesn't directly relate to the two-party system, but it's up the same alley, is there's a lot of people now that have like one policy. And the big one for this one, I'm going to list it, and it's going to be a little controversial, is abortion. 
and they'll see whichever candidates is pro or against, and they'll immediately side with that candidate without looking at any other policies. I, I feel it's like if what one is referred to as a one policy vote. Specific I, side change their views. Nobody. I would used know. to be. They'd just be like, "I'm still voting for whoever that candidate is." You know. I used to be 100 percent against abortion. All right, until I started mm-hmm. listening to the other side of the conversation, like one of Dylan's friends, Macy. Her opinions on abortion were totally different than mine at the time. But then I started listening and I started understanding, okay. Yeah. That makes and, sense. Yeah. And I changed my opinions. Um, again, no one actually has to get for these, we're trying to remain really unbiased, so you don't actually need to say your political opinions up to you if you do. No problem if you do. Um I'm actually in the same boat though engaged. where mine changed. No 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 no. I I'm about <laughs> to say mine too. Uh mine changed too, because again, I grew up very religious and very on one side of the spectrum. Um, and there was a very, a very clear message on which candidate you vote for just based on the one policy. Um, and once you grow up and you actually look at it and you're like, voting for one candidate based on one policy is idiotic. You should really look at both and find out which ideology lines up best with what you think is best. And that's really the best you can do in this instance. Hmm. I seriously yeah. believe that we, we can be able to express our opinions within this podcast without having to worry about. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. we're good. Um, Listen, um, I, no, but I wish I, I wish we could be able to express our opinions on this podcast and publicize them without having to worry about a larger corporation or a different group of people coming in and saying no, that's not right, and canceling us. Oh yeah, that would be great. Um, or even just, um, even just people misinterpreting kind of it. Idea. Yeah, but it also sucks because like people can very well misinterpret what interpret what we're saying. Um, and that would suck as well because I don't think really a lot of the things we're discussing is very controversial. I don't think it's, it's very even controversial. In this one, um, this is probably the most controversial one. And I don't think it's very controversial for the ma- majority part of it. Um. But, like, some people will misinterpret things, and they're probably long gone, so sorry you're never going to get to hear this. But <laughs> And that's fine. <laughs> and I'm not um, – if you don't want to listen to what another person has to say, you have the right not listen. Okay. I mean, I, I, will, I will tell you that I personally don't think that it's productive for the whole of society to not listen to what another person has to say. But you still have that right, and I'm not going to take that right away from you no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because we basically just had that conversation on how you should actually try and hear other people of different beliefs and ideologies out. Well, um, yeah, I think we discussed that one well. All uh, do we have another topic we're um, going to move to? I have a controversial opinion. Oh, um, is this <laughs> one I potentially need to write down to cut out? <laughs> Dylan? I don't know. I don't know. No, just, no. just say it if we need to no, cut no, it. Okay, just, just go for it. That's fine. We will, we'll talk about it next week. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually curious. I want to hear your controversial opinion because yeah, I'm this a, is like, this is a like whole, controversial episode. Like I said earlier, we might be able to learn something from it. Even if it's not necessarily the right opinion, I, both I parties think, might be able to learn from it. I think, uh, I think everybody should piss in the streets. Actually, <laughs> 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 let me, let okay, me reword what I was saying. The episode. No opinion um, is wrong. No, no, no. I said, I said, I misspoke, and I said that 
Why? His opinion might not be right, <laughs> but there's no why. Yeah, why? Right. Why have Just you guys been streets. silent this entire episode? That's what I want to know. It's because I have nothing to add. I don't want to get too much political. You know me. Okay. I have nothing to say. So. Oh, but I mean, you, I have... Listen. I have no, no, a point no, no, no. of view on the abortion thing. I just okay. I'm just gonna say you might want to cut yeah. it out if you want to. Um, yeah, we're not necessarily debating, for example, abortion. We were just using it as an example, as a one policy vote. That one side oh, will vote I... one way and one side will vote another way just because of the one policy. Yeah, that's okay. mainly what we were saying. We weren't so, really debating abortion. Again, we're not really debating any two ideologies here. We're just debating on. Or not even really debating, discussing about how like certain trends, like again the one policy vote, or uh, just sticking with a party because so it's is, been that party your entire life. My thing is, if if our life is the only one that we get to experience, we gotta make it count. And if there are no overarching, like already established morals and rules and principles for like humans in the universe. Then it's up to us to create the morals ourselves. Yeah. All right, and that's, that's been the Broadwears Podcast. Uh, <laughs> see you next time or not. Is this where we're wrapping it up? It's, it's gonna be a short what, episode. No, no, no. What would those morals be? Let's brainstorm. What, 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 what are the what are that is a whole other discussion? What are the basic morals of humanity? The thing is, the further we go, the less the like, do you think we've gotten more or less violent than we used to be as humans? I think it stayed the same. Same. I, I actually, I would say less. And I have a... Oh, okay. Less to an extent. Nobody's going around killing me, so many people. Let me record. I think... The overall temperature on the Earth is lowered, like Genghis Khan. So I'd I think the less. potential for us to commit violent acts has stayed the same. As yeah, the potential will. has definitely stayed the same, but I think overall we've become a better species over time, and what I think of... we are probably at the best right now. As much as it sucks, we probably are at our best right now, where your voice can actually be heard and we can make change. We're only we going don't... up. The, there's nowhere we're not going down. Unless we're if un- unless up. if the fucking uh, Earth dies first. True. We're only going down. Let me rephrase that. We're only going down. (laughs) No, I think I think right now where we are is, and this is saying it in middle of a fucking pandemic. I I think humans are at the best they've been, and some of the most open-minded they've been. Okay. Okay, Uh, We are very far from perfect. Don't get me wrong. Hey, no one here is perfect. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes. Gage, Carlos, Josh, I have a question for you. First off, yes. though, I need you to throw out every all the morals that you have. Throw out, throw them out. Don't need them for this question. Which is cooler, medieval warfare with like blades and shit, or guns? Guns. guns. Depends on the situation because swords can be cool as fuck, and you can have some really good duels. But guns can also be cool as fuck. Medieval warfare is cooler because it's more intimate. Like it's true. <laughs> it's true. I agree with Josh. Me and me and Josh are on the same page. Um, medieval warfare, you can definitely more easily make like, for example, cinematic. Um, even though historically it, so it really didn't last that long. Sword duels generally last a very short amount of time. You wouldn't have two knights 
going at each other because their armor prevents. I'm talking about from like anything. shield walls and shit, like yeah, no, The reason why I say I like uh, Modern Warfare more is because I think it adds a certain level of, game. I guess, detail. <laughs> or, <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. not as two dimensional like. Well, I, I guess, uh, Old Warfare was just as complicated, if not more so, because you didn't have things that could just go over long distances. You actually had to position your yeah, troops properly. It, it's like, two different types of strategies. strategies. Now, obviously, Medieval Warfare operates two-dimensionally. All right, does that very make Very differently. Very differently. It's only, it's, it's only, like, imagine drawing, I guess, two armies on a piece of paper, all right? Yeah. They only I, I go. Think, though, they only go. Come on, let me let, let me finish. They only can go, I guess, forwards, backwards, left and right. They can't go up and down. When you Unless add the third dimension and being able to go up and down, Unless you add so gate. much more complication to it. Well, yeah, yeah but, there's still, but there's but they're still they not leaving the ground. They're still they not got leaving. Arrows. Um, what if yeah, they have platforms? So, what if they so okay, platforms I'm gonna interject walls. here real quick. What, I, what I was saying is it's, it's, it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges because they didn't have the technology we have now. So strategies and how you thought of warfare were very different. Yeah. Like, With the technology now, you can't think the old way because of the technology. Um, yeah. It's, if, it's drastically if we, different. Yes. It's, now every soldier, for example, has a shit ton of range. Um, before you had to go right up to their face and fucking cut their throat out, not yeah, to be even, graphic. Even with bow and arrows, you didn't have a lot of range, you know? Exactly. And not every soldier was carrying a bow and arrow. Exactly. And you had to hand. decide which one, like, how many troops get this, how many troops get that. And, like, you also, have to allocate less... resources. So are you, are you saying, you are you saying that medieval warfare less... and that form of warfare is just as complicated as modern warfare? In a way, in a way, yeah. it's it's again you're Just comparing as. apples to oranges here. They're very similar, but they're not quite. They're the same. not because because in, in old in old like like shit but, today but I, shit today well, like in Afghanistan the enemy is all around you. In like medieval warfare, you know where they are or like whereabouts they will be, so you start marching that way. But what if there's like a bunch like a whole fucking army just hiding in a fuck in the in the forest or something you could actually hide in forests and have like people go by in today's like shit you you can't do, you know do what? that because you let let, let me explain let me explain my argument for why yeah, i disagree with you guys yeah. and then we'll wrap up adding the third dimension to warfare increases the complexity because of you there are more maneuvers you can make yeah oh, yeah does that make sense so yeah, operation market sense. operation market garden for example Operation Market Garden it consisted of American paratroopers. This was the first yeah. time this was ever, ever used in combat. American paratroopers, which were able to fly over the enemy and drop out of planes and basically assault from the rear. There's you could a... not do you could not do that in well, in two dimensional warfare. In two dimensional warfare, you would have one main army coming from one direction, and theoretically, this is if you have one army. Say you have, you have two platoons of people. If you have two platoons of people, let me finish. You have two platoons of people opposing sides attacking each other on a front. All right. 
Yeah. Now, one side has an extra platoon. They use that platoon, and the only option that they have, the only way that they can maneuver at that point to defeat the opposing force is to outflank them. They just go around them. And that's on a two-dimensional scale. With three-dimensional sure. warfare, you could... Let me finish. You can have that same thing. However, you also have the ability to fly over them and behind them and come in from the rear. It's still two-dimensional. Yeah, also, it's not, it's you're, uh, you're leaving out one major fact. In medieval warfare, you had... Uh, I know we have different kinds of troops now, but it was very different. Because if you have a guy that's fully armored in knight armor, someone with a sword can't beat them. You need someone with a mace to beat them. So you have to have your troops stationed at different areas where they can be taking on the type of enemy they are good at. Um, you can have people on horseback, and sure, they're great at cutting down like people with swords and light armor. But you get one guy with a spear up against that guy, and that horse uh, rider is probably going down. Um, you have archery, you have shielders, you have a lot of different types of units that all have to be very good at what they do, and they all have to be in the right positions. If not, uh, you could have a bunch of people uh, with maces going up against people on horseback, and they're going to probably get slaughtered. And I would argue that medieval warfare is a lot more... Or not at least not at least not with without guns, just like blades and shit and bow and arrows. That's a lot more deadly than than modern warfare because we don't have all the medical advancements that we did back then. You could die from like a simple like a fucking scrape or something on your shin if you get like some kind if it gets infected or something. You can't. There's no there's no medical procedure for that. Sometimes they get like you get stabbed or something in the fucking leg. They're gonna have, just have to cut that off, you know. They don't. They didn't have like surgery, like not very good back then. That's my point. Surgery not very good. Thank All you right. for well, coming to TED Talk. Yeah, this was uh, the Bratwurst podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, it was a very interesting episode and a very different episode. Actually, most time we're most of the time this is more of a comedic based episode, but it was kind of nice to have more of a serious based one. Um, again, this won't pop up as often, um, but it'll be a nice little surprise when it does. Anyone got any uh, closing thoughts? I don't want this to be titled Deep Thoughts. I changed before. my opinion. You guys are correct. It yes. is just as complicated. I just prefer this modern warfare because I think it's... Yeah, yeah, well, I prefer... It's, yeah, it's not... Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. About... Also, I have hey, more experience. Hey, 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 hey guys, guys. We just proved our point of listening to the other side and being open-minded because you may change your mind.